Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we have missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, mature themes, mild gore, use of alcohol and tobacco, and major character death. The world is a weird and wild place. But even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man. But the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in, searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary. Welcome back to Let's Be Legendary Wild West Edition. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> that is, is that a meme? It's so a meme. Oh, I feel I, I feel so out of touch. Yeah, it's a meme. Is that an old one? No, it's like music meme. Oh, I know, but like I just I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't I can't keep track. I've been working too damn hard on any of the anything. It, to... I mean, it's 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 got a it, it's got a decent vintage to it. It's not a new meme, but it's uh, definitely a meme. Okay, I don't know all of them. I'm sorry. Well, last we left our gutsy adventurers, <laughs> they had defeated Slenderman, Slender- <laughs> Lord Longfellow, Slenderman, and I absorbed him. Apparently. Celine did indeed receive the mantle that Lord Longfellow possessed. Now the Lady of the Shadow Realm, Mistress of the Silken Weave. And the Slayer of Lord Longfellow. Indeed. The Slayer of the Slender Man. They had rescued the lost children from Lord Longfellow's realm, returning them to the town of Duskdown. Where one of the only two thank yous we got for doing all that was from what's his fucking face? Jim. Yes. <laughs> and then he figured out, oh shit, we had been infiltrated. But hey, we had, we had some books out of it. We did. And we got more of an idea of what's happening. Yes. Inside. Which was really what, you know. I went in there not really knowing what I wanted to get out of it, but kind of seeing what can we get out of this. Hey, I mean, we got out alive. That's one thing. It is one thing we got out of it. And apparently all of them were were 
not so tight-lipped to let us know that they were having issues with uh, <laughs> with recruitment with recruitment and personnel. Maybe they should probably not. Hey, if anything, we have basically made it possible so any recruitment they do have, mm-hmm. they're gonna be extra fucking careful. Yeah, so their imp- recruitment problems will just continue and get weirder. Worse. Mm-hmm. And then we got a kid. Yes. Yeah. There was one extra among the children rescued from Lord Longfellow's realm. Someone who has been there for a very, very, very long time. Like before the Sunderling. Long time. Yeah. Ouch. Adrian. Adrian. Well, we need to have a family meeting. So I believe last we had left off, Master Talden had just left. Yes, and after had, discussing, we had, we had spoken about a, they are going to give me something that will keep me from sleeping. From sleeping, yeah. Okay. So yes, they had just walked out the door. <sighs> and I walked back into the front. Talden, get out, okay? Oh yes, yes. All right. We need to sit down and have a chat. Yes, we need to have a meeting. Well. No better place to do this than the kitchen. Everybody hungry? Have you eaten? I look at Derek. Uh, yeah. You have? Well, tough. Get in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to go make dinner and we're having a discussion. Okay. How big is Adrian? She's five, right? Yeah. So like, was it three and a half feet tall? Yeah. Okay. So she doesn't need to be picked up. No. Okay. So I take her hand and lead her uh, into wait, the kitchen. Five. I mean, she can be picked up. Yeah. Yes, but it's not like she's so tiny and no. need to pick her up. No. No, she, she's made her way around the fairy realm for <laughs> yeah, a while. True. That's true. Um, How is she doing? She's a little wide-eyed still, just, mm-hmm. but she's following along pretty compliantly. Anytime you guys speak common, she kind of just like squints and tilts her head a little bit, like trying to follow along with what you're saying. In that case... JLS does not speak night speak, right? He doesn't. So I'm just going to translate. I think you speak common and I will translate for the benefit of them. That's what I was going to ask. Yes. Unless he's he knows common languages. I don't think he does. He doesn't. Not yet. Okay. So I start off talking to Adrian. Mm-hmm. So. Should I translate to common for JLS? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm going to speak in common mm-hmm. and then you translate night speak. Okay. I know right now everything is very scary. And I know right now you don't know what to do and everything's new and I get it. I I think both of us get it, truly. All three of us. But I want to let you know that we promise that you can stay with us for as long as you need to. We're going to take care of you. You don't have to leave the house if you don't want. And you are safe. And you are safe. No one can hurt you in these walls, you understand? There are no hidden walls. Like they were back in Lord Longfellow's manor. At that, she kind of like tilts her head in confusion. No, no rules? There are rules. But they're similar to rules that you would have had when you were with your mom and dad. Like, 
Make sure you eat vegetables. <laughs> looks at Jareth. <laughs> he just kind of looks away. Just... Bed on time. You know. Attempt not to break anything. That, Those sort of rules. But you're not a slave. You're not in service. You're you are not, and you are not a guest. You are part of a family. She looks a, like almost a little nervous when you say that she is not a guest, but after a moment, she relaxes a little bit. You're not food either. Smiles a little bit. We don't eat children. They don't taste good. I tell Jareth what she just said. He laughs. I don't think we were actually properly introduced. My name's Talia. This is my wife, Celine, and this is our son, Jareth. Jareth waves. <laughs> Adrian kind of nods to Jareth. And if you want, Adrian, you can be part of our family, but that's your choice, and you don't have to make that choice tonight. No matter what you choose, though, you're still safe here, and we'll still take care of you. But we're offering to be a part of our family. She kind of huddles back in on herself a little bit and just kind of looks down at the ground. Looks like she's thinking. I can I can leave if I want. Of course you can. If you want. Although we don't recommend it when you're this little. Maybe in a few years. But you get older, you need to leave. You're welcome to. Jareth doesn't technically live here 24-7, do you? you nope. Ha- you have school, like a nerd. Right now, though, Adrian, you're little. And kids have to stay under someone's protection. And we don't want to send you to a place where, where they won't understand what you've been through. But when you're when you're Jeff's age, you can leave if you need to, or you can go to school. Or you can go to school. It's your choice. Okay. I know this is a lot to take in. You do not have to make any decisions now. Just know that right now you are safe, and that's all you need to worry about. Is you are safe, and we're gonna take care of you. Alright. Get kind of a puzzled look on my face. They say at uh, Adrian. Yes. Here you are safe. And, and but after I say that, I look concerned. Yes, you are safe here. Right, you still can't lie. On that note, you're still translating? Yes. Okay, I look over at Jareth. Jareth, I have a chore for you. And I'll pay you. When you say chore for him, his face like falls and then you say pay. Like, oh, okay. I'll pay her. Honest work for, for on for you know, honest wage for honest work. Adrian here doesn't know common. And you don't know Sylvan. Both of us speak common and Sylvan. So how would you feel about being a tutor? 
Okay. And I'll pay you. One silver an hour. For this day and age, that's actually pretty good wage. One silver an hour? Yeah. I remember, you guys are like kind of ridiculously wealthy. Yeah, we're swimming in it. We'll say a gold a day. Okay. Does that sound all right? Uh huh. All right. That way, you both can learn the language. And I look over at Adrian. Same amount. You teach. You teach Jareth how to how to speak Sylvan, and you get the same amount of money. She doesn't really respond. She just kind of looks down to the side. Maybe that's a bit much. Well, you don't have to start yet, but I think it'd be better if you learned common. Just so you can understand what everybody's saying. Common is the the language that this world speaks. And then when you're ready, you can teach him how to speak Sylvan. How's that sound? She just kind of shrugs. It's okay, Adrian. I'll teach you how to speak Common and I'll, I'll just pick up Sylvan as I go. That sounds good. Well, you're done. I'm getting uh, some paper and I'm writing a note to Master Talden. Okay. I am serving pancakes or something dumb like that. Something. Adrian, did you have a certain foods that you liked eating more than others? She just kind of shrugs. Uh, Not candy. Not candy. I was going to say, it's like, probably not candy. <laughs> it's okay, I don't like candies that much easier. Pancakes or something. Yeah. Pancakes and bacon or something. It's breakfast food. Breakfast yeah, food at breakfast night. Breakfast food at night. It yeah. is the best. It is the best. No, that is the ultimate comfort food, right up there with like mac and cheese and, and grilled cheese and, you know, mm-hmm. breakfast food and cheese and bread mm-hmm. are like the most best comfort food in like a stew or mm-hmm. something. So yeah, I'm, ma- I'm basically making comfort food. Okay. We probably need to stock up anyway. No, we just went. We just oh yeah, we up. just did. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. She really likes the pancakes, but she takes it without syrup. Okay. Just because like sweet. she, yeah, she. Yeah, yeah, sweet means candy. Yeah. Yeah. So. We have butter? Of course. I would assume so. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got yeah. butter. So. Yeah. In case she doesn't. Want butter. Okay, so not I'm sweet things out, for you. And I'm building hot sauce on my pancakes. <laughs> no, but on my eggs. Oh, we on your a, eggs. We have okay. eggs and bacon. I put hot sauce on it. Okay. Sparingly this time because I'm getting low on hot sauce. Well, when we head back to Airpike, we will definitely um get you like a case mm. and just have it somewhere. Trevian, Trevian. Um, Jealous. Mm-hmm. After dinner, can I have you deliver something to Master Talden? And give him the note. And the note says, um, basically says, if you, the potion to keep me awake would be great, but I think it might be bad to do long term. So if you could get me the potion that also keeps me from dreaming. Also, if there's anyone on campus that speaks Sylvan that they know of, we're teaching Jareth. So just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah. So could you do a visit to Master Talden? Sure. Thank you. Is he going to do that right now? I mean, I can. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I want to walk the out really quick. Okay. So I'm walking him to the door. I know he'll be right back, but mm-hmm. I wanted to speak with him privately. So question, kiddo, how do you feel about all this? Um, I mean, it's a, it's a little weird, you know, That's having just... a sister suddenly. <laughs> well, she might not want to be part of the family per se, but I mean, I'd like to treat her like one. But who knows? After all she's been through. After everything she's been through. But, uh, yeah. Suddenly a sister. He gets like this kind of 
deep thought look on his face. Would she be my older sister or younger sister? (laughs) Young gap. Young gap. Technically, she's older than us. But in for all intents and purposes, she would be your younger sister. So you are technically a big brother now. He smiles. I will say, if you try and teach her anything that explodes or gets set on fire, I will come after you. He looks hurt. <laughs> kind of like offended. Yeah, like. What did they kid? It's like, oh no, I know you, but I do want to thank you. We were, uh, we were a bit worried when, um, we realized she didn't have anybody to go to and we couldn't just leave her behind, so, and I was a little worried about what he were gonna say. He shrugs and just says, well, I've never had a family that I've known. When you guys came and adopted me, I was, I mean, that, that, I was really happy. I think it would be selfish if nobody else got to feel that. This kid's breaking my heart. Okay. <laughs> Adrian is a surprise. And even though she was a complete surprise, it doesn't mean we're going to love her any less. I mean, we love you. But I do want to point out something. And I kind of like. Like give him, like bring him into a hug. You though, you were love at first sight. The minute we saw you, we kind of knew. Even though we weren't sure how we were gonna do it with all our traveling, we knew 100% that you were ours. The second we found you at the cathedral. So whatever kudos big brothers get or whatnot, I just want you to know. Adrian is a surprise. You though were planned. We plan to bring you into our lives. And it doesn't necessarily mean more, but it means something to me. And I just wanted you to know that. He lets the hug last for a second, then starts wiggling. It's like, Mom! Nope. Mom! (laughs) Nope, I've had a hard day. I've had a hard day! And I just, like, give him, like, that squishing, like, Mm -hmm. can't, can't let him go. Nope. Meanwhile, I'm inside, like, what are they doing? (laughs) (laughs) Torturing our child. Yep. Mom. All right, all right, all right, go. <laughs> go be gone. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna go move your mother's curio cabinet to our room to give Adrian a room. I thought you were sharing with me. She can, but she should warn we don't have a bed for her. Can you get a bed? Yeah, we're gonna yeah. get a bed. But for right now, she get, definitely needs her own room. She could sleep with us. She's gonna sleep with us first, but she needs her own room. More, more to the point, Jared thinks his own room. I'm speaking in dwarven. You speak dwarven, right? Yes, I speak dwarven. The kids can share a room. No, they. You seriously prioritizing your curio cabinet? Oh my God, you are. Because I'm frowning at you. Tonight, she's staying with us until we can get her a bed, and then she's going to get her own room. Why don't you move your shit into our room? How come my shit has to be the stuff that's moved? Um, your shit is all, is the only one that has its own room. In fact, you have two. What? I do? Yeah, you've got the workshop. 
And your shrine to the Undertaker. My shrine to the Undertaker stays. Yeah. In your workshop. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Tough. No. Where do you want to put her then? In Jack's room. Where's no. Jealous? That his room is his room. Yes, and he is not using it most of the time. Okay. Speaking as someone who remembers being a teenager, having your own room is a thing. And speaking as someone who had to share her room, you can live with it. We've no. We've got an extra fucking room. No, we do not. <laughs> yes, it is no. occupied. All right. Okay. Fine. I will take out your workshop no. and move your shrine downstairs. No. Yes. Pick one. No. You don't get. You've got your own. You've got two rooms that occupy your crap. Pick one. I'm sorry. Who is the failure here? <laughs> cooks. I could cook. Probably. I can figure that out. Fire. Food goes in fire. Food comes out cooked. Done. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> no. So Jareth leaves. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, Jealous. Before you come, before you go. What? You're sharing a room with your sister. No, you're not. Yes, you are. No, you're not. Yes, you are. Own... Yes, you are. Go. The door closes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he knows. Like mom and mom are kind of stupid. <laughs> mom and mom don't have their shit together. No. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Next time we're in Airpike, we will talk to Ernest about getting something. And until that time, they're sharing a room. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No. Where are we? Where? How far is our bike? <laughs> we're not even going near there for a little while. They're, we're stopping in Hanville, make sure that thing that was the problem is gone. And then we're heading to Blackwater, which is all we the way fucking over here. We are taking a detour to our bike. No, we're not. Yes, we are. We, we don't have enough money. Yes, we do. No, we actually don't. Shit, how much money do we have? We have... I mean, we got more money, but we didn't get. Where's that damn raven? Where's Lenore? Let me let me see Lenore. Uh, I used her already. What? What do you mean? What? When? Why? Ow. Where? <laughs> you chill. <laughs> no, I will not chill. <laughs> um, we got four thousand plus the five thousand we already have. So we have 9,000. The last one costs 10. If you want a bigger one, you're talking like I don't want like a bigger one. I want this one to be expended. I don't know if that works that way. It sure is shit better. I'll tell you what. When the nose back up, you can send a note. <laughs> Meanwhile, Adrian's just like, Mom and Mom are just shouting at each other in weird comments. <laughs> in weird speak. Or, or if Hanville has um, a telegraph, you can always just send him a telegraph and just ask. How would, how would expanding work? Do we need a Listen, new one? Listen, I have played Animal Crossing, okay? And expanding is less than buying the initial out. Looks at the camera like she's in the fucking office. God, just because you don't want to give up your two rooms you have. Yes! Two. There's two. You have two. Give one to your daughter. No. Yes. No. God, you're such 22-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to slow down? <laughs> I will slow down right here. All right, but you don't get to use magic. Oh shit, yes I do. No, you do not. That is not what slow down means. It's not, okay, yeah, let's go, but you can't use the things that well. 
All right. So Adrian stays with us tonight. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a lot better. No, we have a king size bed. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I'll, I can stick, sleep on the couch, but. Um, no, we have a nice big bed. We have a huge bed, so. Are just... you tired, Adrian? She nods. Would you like to go to sleep? Eyes kind of just dart around a little bit. You are safe, remember. She nods. Well, you guys go on ahead. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go smoke outside for a minute. That's bad for you, you know. What the hell is it? <laughs> you know what also is bad for me? Running into the Firewilds. I'm gonna go commune with some spirits, if you know what I mean. Okay, so I take Adrian upstairs. Mm-hmm. And I kind of unties it less that I made, so she's just wailing like it, it just the one shout. Yeah. And I get into my jammies. Do you want me to read you a story before bed? She nods. Okay, and I go over to the shelf of books. Oh, shit, these are all... Hmm. You got a couple. Kid-friendly. Do I? Yeah. Which ones? Um, Melancholy. Oh, yes, yeah, so the That's... Melancholy of Lady Amalcia. Okay. Best out, at least. I'm going outside. Mm-hmm. And I am actually smoking. Mm-hmm. But can I see the stars from where I am? Yeah. Yes. I believe at this time it's a waxing crescent at this time. Okay. Well, I have no idea if this is going to work, but fuck it. So I take hold of my holy symbol, which is technically three and one, mm-hmm. and my hand kind of drops down to the last one, which is the bow. This is probably not going to work, but if you happen to be anywhere close, might want to stop in when you get the chance. Something you need to see. And I'm just thinking really, really hard about the warden. Because I don't know how this works. But okay. it's the best I got. So. Roll me a wisdom check. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. 15. You feel the wind stir around you. The leaves and the tree above rattle and whisper in the cool autumn air. Nothing else. Worth a shot, I suppose. Meg, look up at the moon. Not the praying has done me much over the years, but old habits die hard, I suppose. I just finished my cigarette and head back in. Okay. I'm reading about Clemson and Melancholy of Lydia Marcia. To our daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm probably getting to the parts that you stopped at. She looking like she's falling asleep. No, she's just kind of sitting there, looking kind of tightly wound, just listening to the story. Would you feel better if I slept downstairs? She shrugs. Where would you feel better staying? She just kind of looks down at the bed and then looks over to the. I think uh, you guys have a closet, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of looks over there. Takes one of the pillows and goes over to the closet. That's yeah. exposed? Mm-hmm. All right. That's why she needs her own fucking room. Sit there and growl all you want. 
Um, <laughs> all right, then I also follow her with some blankets. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I'm hoping. Yeah, make a, a bed inside the closet. Okay. And I'm going to stay with Sarah until she falls asleep. Or is it my yeah. presence that is making you anxious? It's not your presence, it's presence. It's presence. Yeah. If there is anything you need, anything at all, you wake us up. If you are scared, if you need anything. Okay. Alright. This door doesn't lock, so if you need to get out, it's easy. Okay? Bathroom is in there. Anywhere you want to go in the house, you are free to. It's the same comments. There's nothing you think she can ask for a cell phone, is there? Just your curios. There's nothing she can... Oh, okay, wait. Be smart. You know that knives and things, those those stabby, those you shouldn't probably play with those, right? Like sharp things. I mean, if you want to, go ahead and wake me up, I can heal you. But <laughs> just... Uh, same comment. I'm bad at parenting. You're not bad at parenting, you're just not used to a five-year-old. A traumatized five-year-old. A traumatized five-year-old, so... Do you want Cortez to stay with you? She nods. Okay, I give her Cortez, who is still a ferret. Mm-hmm. And seems to be pretty content that way, so I think he'll just stay a ferret for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> she closes the door all the way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Are you okay? <laughs> no, I am not okay. Mm. Still can't lie. It is so strange. What I meant to say was, yes, everything is fine. That is what I instructed my mouth to say. It is so strange. And frustrating. I'll try not to ask you too many questions until you get used to it. Although I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know what? Oh, I don't know. I only have a few secrets I keep from you. Oh, really? Shit. And those would be? I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Because I don't want you to know. Fair enough. So, that was you that took the whiskey bottle? (laughs) Don't be silly, of course it was. In fact, it's been replaced several times. Wince. <laughs> and I glint at you sheepishly. <laughs> you know, you could just tell me you drank the whole thing and I could have just replaced it anyway instead of you sneaking around. Open my mouth and then close it. Go on. No. Finish. No. Finish the sentence. No. Why? Because I don't want to. <laughs> so what other things you keep for me? I am afraid to answer. I would be too. I don't make it a habit of keeping things from you. I don't... Just... I I have a habit of fucking things up. Yeah. And making bad decisions. There you go. Yes, exactly. Let's talk about you. But I've never lied to you. And I've never kept anything from you. Something goes very quiet. I don't... I don't mean to keep things from you. I know you don't. But there are things that I would rather not admit. Things I don't know how to admit. And now that I cannot even cover them up with the sound of my own voice. She shakes her head. 
Can I ask you to promise me something? Yes. I won't pry if you promise to tell me one day when you figure it all out in your head. I'll pry about other things. But, uh... If I ever figure it all out. Well, you gotta figure it out at some point, Bob. Otherwise, you're walking around with ghosts. I have always walked with ghosts. No time like the present to start exercising a few of them. Considering that things have gotten a lot more dangerous in the past month or so. It is easier to walk with ghosts than it is to walk with truth. And sometimes we can't exactly hide from the truth. <laughs> For very long. I don't even know what the truth is. Like I said, better start figuring it out. After we had defeated Lord Longfellow, as we were traveling through the forest with the children, even after all the terrible things that had happened, as we were going back, I should have been elated to go back to a world that I knew, that I understood, but I could not deny the, the feeling of heaviness. It is getting worse. I have told you about my dreams, haven't I? The dancing ones? Yeah. Apparently it is incredibly dangerous to dream of dancing in the Feywild. Well, after what we experienced this, uh, this past couple of days, I'm not surprised. So, don't do that. It would be so easy to just not. And yet. Easy in the short term, maybe. That is not what I mean. I know it's not what you mean. Like I said, this might be a good time to figure those feelings out instead of keep pushing them away. Come on, man, let's get some sleep. Right, sleep. Yes. Just uh, find yourself back in that castle. Don't dance. Right. Did y'all ever come back? It's actually right at this moment that there's a knock on your door. Oh. Uh, on the bedroom door. Come on, Mom. He opens, just kind of sticks his head in. Hey, just got home. I'm heading to bed. All right. Al's here, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, Al. Hello. You kids get some sleep. Wait, Al? Uh, yes? Do you speak Sylvan? <laughs> no. Uh, didn't think so. It was a clay. <laughs> and I was going to, uh, and I say to you in, in, in night speak, I was going to kick myself if we look all over for someone that speaks Sylvan and Al sp- spoke as old time. Anyway. Yeah. Yes, sleep. Sleep. Everybody get some sleep. I'm going to try not to sleep. Like, not like I'm going to keep myself, like I'm going to drink a bunch of coffee and keep myself awake, but I'm going to try to stay in bed and like just rest my eyes, but not actually sleep. 
That doesn't even remotely work. Yeah. Um. No, I know, oh, I know that. <laughs> Celine, though. Celine is trying to do that, uh, trying to have her cake and eat it, too. Right, right, right. Make an intelligence check to try and keep your mind active. <laughs> Three. Yeah, Should no. Should check? Wait, hang on. Hang on. Five. Yeah. A you five. You lay down. And in five minutes, you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to think about things that keep me awake. Um, mm, let's see. Uh, shit. What what else things? Uh, think of something. Think of think of um, shit. <laughs> like in the process of trying to think of what to think of. Yeah. <laughs> she like can't think of what to think of, so she just passes out. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. Yep. So, Celine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, fucking cows. What now? <laughs> you find yourself back in the castle. Of course. But this time you're drifting along the corridors on your own. Oh. Okay. Somewhere far off in the castle, you hear the single flute and fiddle playing the slow dance. But. You are currently alone. Am I a whale that it is a dream? Yes. Okay. I stay here. I stay here. Nothing will happen. I just stay here. I'm thinking, uh, I am justifying that I just have to stay here and wait until I wake up. Okay. In fact, I'm going to try and wake myself up. Make a wisdom save? Wisdom save. Oh boy! Twelve. Nope. As you start to try and like think of waking yourself up, you hear in the distance another fiddle pick up with the first. And is that the notes of a harpsichord? Slowly more instruments join the band. Just stay here, just stay here. And next to you in the hallway there's a mirror standing. I look in the mirror. You look sort of as you did that other time you saw yourself in the mirror. Black hair and... Black hair, black dress. Though the dress this time, as you you can see and you can feel it now, is made of the absolute finest silk. (sighs) And there is a pendant Mm -hmm. that you are wearing that looks a bit like a spider. It's back legs going up into the chain that goes around your neck. A large black diamond set in the abdomen. It is not me. It is not me. I am not here. I am not here. I am not here. I am not here. And as you stand in the hall, you see people pass by, all making their way closer towards the song. I'm trying to resist it. I'm not here. This is not me. I'm not here. This is not me. Make another wisdom save. 13. 13, okay. I'm getting so. You're resisting the pull of the music, but you're unable to shake yourself from the dream. Just stay here. Just stay here. My daughter! I look over. You look over and you see the moonlit king drifting towards you, his feet barely touching the ground his 
powdered wig kind of askew on his head a bit as he comes towards you. Uh, I kind of squeeze my eyes shut for a moment. Ah, um, good evening, Father. You have been gone for several nights. I, all is well, I trust. Of course, yes. Yes, I, uh, yes. Um, I have been busy with that um, task I had told you about earlier. Ah, tasks and work. Someone of your power should have servants and underlings to take care of such matters. Yes, well, unfortunately, this is the task I must see to myself. La, well, you are coming to the dance, I trust? I... No, I, um, want to, but I fear I should not. Fear? There's no need to fear. It is dancing, as we have done for night after night, for year after year, as we have always done. Your Grace, I am... I am not your daughter. I am someone else. I know I look like your daughter when I look in the mirror, but... I might be someone that is distantly related to you, but I am not. I am not Sarastra. He stops and looks at you, his eyes looking confused. And his eyes have always sort of been like this clouded over gray, like blue gray. Mm -hmm. As he, he looks at you and you see the tinges of green start to spread across his face and down his arm again to, until his whole arm is taken up with it but oh, God. his his eyes go from that smoky glassy blue gray to a deep midnight blue da daughter no and he reaches his hand out towards you and he but reach, he, reach mine out toward him he stops and looks at his own hand and looks turns it over and looks at it banished cursed cursed to dance forever what? He looks at you and there's this look of urgency on his face. My child, you must leave. Do not let, do not let her. Who? You, do not let you. It, he grabs his head in, in pain. So I kind of go over to him like. Propose marriage. Not. He lets out a sigh. And when he opens his eyes, they're that smoky blue-gray again. And he just kind of looks over you. The dance. It's waiting. No, don't. But I must. <sighs> and he drifts away. So I dash over to him before he can... Wait, wait, wait. Give me your hand. 
He smiles and puts his hand in yours. And I try to cast Greater Restoration. You try to cast the spell reaching for your magic. Mm-hmm. You instantly wake up. I sit up. You sit up. And Adrian is standing right over you. Whoa. <laughs> Adrian, are you... Are, are you all right? You were dreaming. Yes, I was. D- don't dance. I'm going to try not to. I didn't this time. She nods. But I want to. She's holding Cortez mm-hmm. and she offers him over to you. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. I take him. Are you able to sleep? She nods. Did I wake you? I heard you dreaming. You heard me dreaming. Was I calling out? And she shakes her head. How did you hear me dreaming? She kind of just looks down to the side. I could hear the fiddle. You could hear the music. She nods. I'm I'm sorry to have woken you. And what time is it? It's still dark. Okay, so it's probably the middle of the night. Yeah. Can I get you anything, Adrian? She just shrugs. <laughs> kind of scritching Cortez. She reaches down and scritches Cortez, too. <laughs> I think you're going to be stuck like a ferret for quite some time, Cortez. It's okay. He doesn't seem to mind. Is he keeping you company? She nods. I'm glad for that, at least. I look over at Talia. <laughs> well, at least one of us is getting sleep, huh? I'm going to go make some tea. Would you like to come with me? She nods. Okay, I'm going down to the kitchen to make tea. I'm making tea initially. I'm going to pour some whiskey in it. You probably have got like milk or something. Yes, yeah, so I think I'm going to eat up some milk for. Would you like some warm milk? That always helped me sleep when I was a child. She just shrugs. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to teach you um, conviction. So, dancing. Why must I stay away from it? What do you know of it? The spider would make everyone dance. It would go on and on and on. They would dance and dance until their feet bled. The musicians would play and play until their fingers bled. And he would still make them dance and play until he grew tired of it. And then what? And then everybody would go back to just talking. It never ended. Well, it is over now. She drinks the milk and just 
kind of still huddles in on herself. Mm-hmm. I go ahead and sit next to her and kind of blub her back. I'll save you. I don't want to go to sleep. I don't either. Why don't you want to go to sleep? I don't want to go back. Go back where? To manor. In your dreams. She nods. If you do go back to the manor in your dreams, it is not real. You do not have to be afraid. She just wraps her arms around her knees and takes a sip of the warm milk. I give you a coat to his back. Mm. Kind of plop him on her mm. shoulder. Yeah. It is just a dream. It is only a dream. It cannot hurt you. Not here. I'm just going to sit quietly with her. Mm. Drink my tea with whiskey in it. <laughs> <laughs> what time of night is it? It's about three in the morning. Okay. Do you want me to continue reading to you? She shakes her head and I assume you guys are sitting on the couch mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. She, she just kind of scoots in closer and kind of leans against you with mm-hmm. Cortez. I cuddle her. Do you know what I did when I was your age when I was frightened of something? She just looks up at you. I would say to myself, whoever it was that was frightening me, Tells him that I was not afraid. Even when I was. But that's lying. Perhaps. But it is also telling a truth that you want to be. It is a wish. And in stating it, you make it come true. She thinks about it for a while. And sips out her milk a bit more. Mm-hmm. And just sit quietly with her. A couple hours go by. She eventually does fall back asleep, mm-hmm. just kind of leaning against you. I'm trying to stay awake, but sleeping kid, ferret, whiskey. Yeah. Probably doze off too. You do. No other dreams okay. come to you. <laughs> so you wake up and I'm not there. <laughs> you like? In the morning. Yeah, in the morning, yeah. Okay. Just making sure there's no nonsense for me. I go right. downstairs and see. You see them both curled up on the couch. <laughs> Miss Cortez. With Cortez. What time is it? Uh, you tend to wake about seven, right? Yeah, six to seven. Yeah, so it's so yeah, it's somewhere around there. So I'll just start making breakfast. I'll see if anybody comes in before I'm done. Mm-hmm. A little bit after you go in the kitchen and start moving around, you hear the door open and close, mm-hmm. and Adrian comes in. Hey, little one. How you doing this morning? She just shrugs and comes over and just watches what you're doing. Did you like what we had yesterday? She nods. All right, good, because I'm making that again. <laughs> I'd make more, but i got to get on the road. These are pretty easy. Does she have Cortez? Uh, no, oh, okay. she left Cortez with you. I think I'm explaining to her like what I'm doing. Okay. Like, this is the batter that I'm mixing and this is how you do it. That sort of thing. I don't want to put any pressure on her to like talk mm-hmm. if she doesn't want to, but... I'm just explaining what I'm doing and mm-hmm. how thing is how the thing is made and, and she pulls up a stool and she's sitting and watching. And she is the lucky recipient of the first ones. Because no one else is up. Yeah. You think I eventually come in? Yeah. Morning. 
Morning, your coffee's on the stove. Oh, thank the undertaker. <laughs> I take my delicious coffee. Are you, how are you feeling this morning, Adrian? She just shrugs. <laughs> You're not sure how you are feeling? Are you feeling bad? Shakes her head. Okay. Well, that's good. Good start, good start. What time is it at this point? Yeah, like eight-ish. It doesn't take too long to make breakfast. Do you yeah. want to go wake your... Do you want to go wake Jerez up? Just kind of shrugs. <laughs> we will save that for later, I guess. I open the door. Boys! Pancakes! A couple minutes go by, but eventually Jareth and Al come downstairs, both kind of rubbing their eyes. <laughs> morning. Good morning. Here, eat that. Okay. <laughs> Are you kids staying here today? Um, I have some extra studies since I'm essentially switching the focus of my... Well, I, I, I have some extra classes to catch up on, so... That's right. You're going into the medical profession, right? <clears throat> I elbow Celine. <laughs> elbow elbow yes, back. Yes, I am. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, did I meant to say? Never mind. Good for you. Ignore her. <sighs> yes, please. Ignore me. Anyway, good luck with that. Jareth, are you going with him or are you staying here? I was gonna stay. Alright, mind keeping an eye on Adrian while we're gone. Okay. Since we gotta make our way south, which means we're gonna be on the road all day. Okay. We'll stop in every couple hours just to check on everything if you guys need anything. She doesn't like talking too much, as you can tell, but. Just be patient with her. Just be she patient. She spends a lot. Okay. I have complete confidence in you. Remember. If she sets anything on fire, I'm coming after you. What? 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 That's all rule of leadership. <laughs> Alright, you want to go get dressed? I'm going to go set the horses up. Okay. I let them out to go prance around. <laughs> yep. So I'm, I get ready, get dressed. Before anything, I just, I come up behind you and just hug you. Hey, honey. I'm going to turn around and hug you back. How you feeling? That's a loaded question. <laughs> I had another dream last night. What happened? And I kind of explain everything that went down. And I shake my head. Oh. I, I knew, I knew, I knew I needed to stay away from the dance, but... You did, though. I did. You did good. But I didn't want to. I know, but you did. And that's the important part. That's what you gotta keep reminding yourself. You didn't. I just hold you for a moment. I'll just hold you back. We'll figure it out, alright? You're not alone in this. What did he mean? I have no idea. <laughs> Again. More questions than answers. I don't like it. I don't either. We should get a move on. I don't know how long the Venasi are going to give us a leeway before they start coming after us. Well, I'd be surprised if they like, gave us any sort of leeway at all. Well, they any sort of headway. Well, they didn't come after us last night. So, we need to head down. Yes, let's go. On our way, though. Hey, how do you call a god? What do you mean? You don't call a god. Well, how do you give him a message or something? 
It's this thing called playing. Well, yeah, but that has never worked for me in the past. I'm bad at it. I'm more... I'm more good at, like, a physical thing. Well, there's not much you can do unless you're a cleric. <sighs> well, how do you contact a god that's not yours? Why? Got, got a question for the dragon? I got a message for the warden. Oh, well, what is it? Well, you might want to know that there's someone from his neck of the woods that came out of the Feywilds. I don't know what he can do about it. I don't know if he can do anything about it, but it might be something worth telling him about, at least. I did I did manage to contact, contact him that one time. Could try it again. You try. Got an arrow? Uh, I could make one. Again, I don't think he'll be able to do anything. I don't even know if he'd want to know, but it feels like something maybe he should be aware of. If he's not already. I don't know how gods work. Uh, let's... I have another... Um, if, if you think you can make an arrow, then... I mean, I can try. yeah, it'll take me a while, but I can make one. If, if not, I have another idea of a way to... Of something to use. Yeah? Yes. What? I might be able to make something... Analogous to one. So we maybe go for like four hours okay. before we take a break. I don't know if we see anybody on the road or whatnot. Actually, as you guys are making your way south, there are a couple of caravans that you catch up with that are also making their way south. What kind? About three to four wagons making their way down south that have what looks to be families in them. The wagons are packed to overflowing with Ooh. chests and crates and stuff, some pieces of furniture. Howdy! Call uh, a hail the one. How many wagons? No, like three. Okay. Yeah. I hail one, the one that comes up behind. Is making its way behind. Yeah. The man driving it looks back and sort of waves at you. Ooh! I, w- I ride up to the driver. Mm hmm. Any of your passengers have an arrow? <laughs> what? We don't have one. They might have one. Uh, he looks a little taken aback. Uh, no, nothing so antique. No, okay, thank you. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. Italia, Argent Gray, and Celine Argent Gray. You folks coming from dust down? He nods and he looks to his side, and you, you, sitting right next to him is what looks to be his wife and two children. The children you recognize from. Oh, right. How are you kids doing? They just kind of look back and forth and just... The oldest one says, Okay. The the man looks at his kids and back to you. You're the ones that got them out. DMP. We are indeed, sir. We were working with the 42nd. Where we were... The DMP and the 42nd had a mutual understanding to try and stop the whatever was going on. Well, I appreciate it. Our pleasure, sir. Not safe in dust town? I don't want to take the chance. I don't blame you. Things are getting weird. Uh, We were going to make our way down to Crankshaft. Heard that the town is starting to grow. Could be work down there. Lots of work down there, yes. As far as we know, last time we were there. Yeah. Which was pretty recently. Yeah, it was very recently. Uh, the mine's growing. Lots of the town is growing, so it might be worth your while. Good. Oh. 
seeing, yeah, crankshaft, or if we don't make it that far, the Castle Ridge, maybe, but... Oh, I heard that they saw an angel in Castle Ridge. I don't know about that, but that, maybe not Castle Ridge, and that sounds a little too weird. <laughs> Celine frowns. Well, uh, we wish you and your traveling companions all safe trips. Be safe. Same to you. He kind of looks back over his shoulder towards Dusk Down and back to you. I know there was some talk as we were getting ready to leave. Some people ain't too happy about you two coming into town. Well, yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't figure there would be, but rivalries aside, this was about kids. He nods. Well, good luck. You as well. Want to ride ahead really fast? Just to kind of put some difference. Oh, yes, sure. Just in case we get some shit coming down our way, we're not going to be bringing in three <laughs> wagons. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we ride up ahead mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. harder and then uh, pick the stop. Okay. Yeah. Let the horses roll around if they want. Okay. Well, if they're going to do that, hang on, let me take your saddle off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn things are expensive. Yes, and we are so, so out of the gold. Yep. Well. So we go in and check on the kids. The kids. We have kids. <laughs> Plural. Plural in the kids' department. So, yeah, go in, check on the kids. I think I left Cortez with, with Adrian. Yeah. You find Adrian on the couch with Jareth on the opposite couch. Adrian's sitting with two ferrets. Oh! <laughs> Whitney? Yes. That's adorable. <laughs> so how's it going? Jareth looks up from a book he's reading. Oh, fine. Yeah. How you doing, Adrian? He just, like, Kind of hugs both of the ferrets. They, <laughs> they squirm a little bit, but she actually smiles a little bit. I have that mm-hmm. reaction to fuzzy things too. So, what were you gonna do? Oh yes. Yeah. So I go up to my um, my shelf of weird shit, mm-hmm. and I have a collection of fezzels of Cortez's fezzels. If oh. he pulls out one that's really nice or really big, uh-huh. so I take it to my workshop and kind of try to form it into like the end of an arrow. Okay. Make an intelligence check. Intelligence check, okay. Hey, that's not very good. Um, He's a luck point. No, I'm not going to blow a luck point on this. 11. Eleven. It's a, it's a little crude, but <laughs> you managed to create a bit, a little bit of fletching. I mean, all right, yeah, it's fine. As long as you're it works, going to, you are going to critique my craftsman, craftsmanship. No, I'm not. All right, how do you do it? Okay, so I start setting up um, divination. Okay. And what do you want to ask him? I don't want to ask him anything as much as I want to tell him that we found a child oh. in the Feywilds from before the Sundering. Okay, so I set up divination. Actually, you could also say that sh- her original family is a family or er, worshiper of oh, what's tier. his face of Tear. Okay. We found a worshiper of Tear. Mm-hmm. Okay. That you might want to know about. Is it a divination with a little... What is it called at the end of fletching? Yeah, fletching. Fletching at the... Well, usually I put the rib bone or whatever. <sighs> okay. Warden, if you can hear me. We've had quite a week. And, um... Well... We went into the Feywilds to take care of a problem. And there we found a child with 
along with all the other children that had been taken, who had been born before the Sundering. Apparently she had been in the Feywilds for centuries, without time warps in the Feywilds. And your family worshipped here. We just wanted to let you know that there is another person who is from your time. The fletching is consumed in the spell. Mm-hmm. The fletching disappears and there's a moment. Natalie kind of lean in. Does he answer? Mom? Yeah? Someone's knocking on the door. There you go. Let him in. I'm going to head downstairs. Jareth opening the door and there you see John. <laughs> Hello, Gaspard. I roll my eyes. John. Celine. <laughs> Talia. So, uh, go inside, Jareth. Okay. So, we found a kid. So you said, in the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you hear about what was happening in Dustdown? I had heard something of it. Unfortunately, there was not much I was able to do. It's okay, we got it. We took care of it. I see that, and I am grateful. Um, All the kids were accounted for except for one. One extra. She told us her name is Adrian, and... She does not speak common. She doesn't speak common. At least not our common. Well, I think she tried at one point, but it was different. She mostly speaks Sylvan. From what she remembers, her parents worshipped Tyr. Which, as far as we're aware, has not been a thing since before the Sundering. Need not. That is... sad. I would like to meet this child. Yeah, she's right inside. She's, mm-hmm. the, one with the, she's the one holding the ferrets. Yeah, she's got two ferrets. <laughs> So we, we take him inside. Uh, Jareth is our friend, John. Gaspard. John. I'm, bl- I'm blind, blind him and I mouth at Jared. Gaspard. And then switch to Sylvan. Adrian, this is our friend, John. He walks over to her and just kind of kneels down by the couch. And she's just kind of sitting there with Cortez and Whitney. He starts talking to her and it's sort of common or like there are some parts of it you recognize right and her eyes go a little wide and she starts talking back a little bit oh wow okay progress she doesn't talk much but she says more than you know okay I don't know yeah Eh. sure (laughs) yeah shrug Yeah. yeah talking to somebody that's that's progress yeah he kind of makes motions towards the ferrets and she presents whitney (laughs) and (laughs) he he takes her and holds her and just pets the ferret and she pets cortez and he, he eventually stands back up and handing back whitney and smiling at her well she's certainly not of this time you say she does not speak modern common at, at all. Not really, no. She gets really confused every time we do. But uh, my son over here is getting paid to teach her common. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> A child that far out of time. 
she has been damaged in ways not even I can fix. Uh, motion to get out of the house, okay. like uh, for us to move out the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once we are, what does that mean? She's lived lifetimes in a world where the rules are different. And I don't just mean societal. Laws of nature. Well, if recollection serves, the in Feywild, rules of society are oftentimes rules of nature. Be patient. That was the plan. I'm kind of looking down and away. She's a child of two worlds who belongs in either. He looks at you and kind of nods knowingly. Indeed. I just want to make sure if, I don't know, we are way out of our depth. And yet there are no other mortals I have met that I would entrust this task to. Thanks, I think. (laughs) I mean, yes, thank you for coming. (sighs) I need a cigarette. He hands you one. Thanks. (laughs) Still kind of looking down in a way. Celine. Yes? I can tell something has changed. I can't lie anymore. He nods. I imagine Aya is becoming a bit uncomfortable. The shows a bound on my hand. What does it mean? Am I going to lose my humanity? Humanity is not something you can lose except by choice. I, God though I be, I still consider myself human. I am not the cold, pure aloofness of the mother. I am not the all-protective, all-destructive force of the dragon. I am human, though not mortal. Even though I'm not mortal, I've walked this plane just as you do. I interact with the people, even though I do often remain hidden. Becoming more fey does not mean becoming less mortal or less human. I don't know what I want anymore. And that scares me. And I've never been afraid. I feel just as lost as that little girl inside our house. You want a cigarette? No, gross. I don't want. I have pretty blonde hair. I don't want it to get all icky. Catch the smile, though. I'm sorry. You have those other things. You don't. Celine. Gaspard. I look to the heavens like, <laughs> God. She tries to smile. Courage is not the absence of fear. All I feel right now is confused. <sighs> you don't think you got some time to figure it out? I hope so. I hope so too. You will figure it out. 
I believe it won't take you as long for you to figure it out as it took for me to figure it out. You want to know how long it took me to even start to figure it out? How long? 500 years drunk in a cave. Yes, well, I don't... <laughs> is that, hey, that sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> At times, it felt pretty good. But for the most part, I was miserable trying desperately to find those moments where it didn't feel terrible and living only for that. I wince. I'm not going to let you get that far. Don't say anything. Look after her. Both of them. Can do. Open my mouth to say something, but then I close it. There are people making their way south, and I feel that since I was not able to help return their children, I shall do what I can to make sure travelers safe. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, it would really suck to get their kids back and then die on the way to Clankshaft. Yeah. And after that, it's Blackwater. His face goes from a kind of soft smile to just neutral. Nope. No, I guess I don't notice. <laughs> well, wait, 12? You notice that his, his expression changed. Nine? No. Nope. Yeah. Be careful going to Blackwater. Well, we've gotten reports of the whole damn town either disappearing or something along those lines, and every DMP member that's been sent there has not come back. So that's our that's our next stop. He nods. I wish I could help you there. You have helped us out far more than I can expect anybody in your position. So when I say the thought counts, I do mean it. He smiles. Safe travels. You as well, Warden. Thanks for answering. I happen to be in the area. I don't say anything, but I nod. <laughs> yeah, he, how does he do that? Oh, well, I don't know. God. That's how. Yeah. And on that note, you and me should probably get back on the road, unless you want to stay here. Oh, uh, no. We can go. Do you want to talk about it? No. All right. Head back on the road. Okay. So it was about mid-afternoon at the point you had stopped. So you continue on for about three more hours before it hits evening. Okay. How far away from Harmville? You'll probably reach there like tomorrow afternoon. Oh, okay. So if we yeah. kept going, we wouldn't reach there at all? No, no. Okay. Yeah. Might as well stop then. Okay. Hey, do you know how to cook? Me? Yeah, you. I probably can figure it out. Why? I'm gonna take a look around. Okay. So, just in case. Paranoid. Yeah, okay. I go in and cook. What after all to cook? <laughs> Intelligence? <laughs> oh boy! Hey, not bad! 20. 20, okay. You managed to actually put something together that's pretty decent. Because I got to 20, I can make whatever I want. 
Mostly. It is there are bowls of rice mm-hmm. with some carrots and some other veggies and spicy pork and a fried egg. Okay. I made spicy pork bibimbap, <laughs> which is a Korean dish. But, you know, it's a, it's, an, it's a dish from somewhere that is not here. I don't know. Very far off place. Yes. I insist it is not that spicy. It's got some flavor to it. How do the kids like it, though? Well, so she brings this out to, and serves it. Mm-hmm. Talia, what are you... I'm not there yet. Oh, you're not... Th- oh, that's right. Are you, you're... Uh, I'm doing other things. I'll, I'll tell you okay. what she's done. Okay. So, Jared mine might take me a while. Looks at it and just like... Rice and egg and... Veggies and pork. Okay. And he just kind of <laughs> uh-huh. like... Bokes at it a little bit and like eats some of the rice and... Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, see? What do you think, Adrian? It's empty. Oh. She like... She has like bits of rice and pork like <laughs> on her face and just like... Looks up at you and kind of like... Do you want pushes... some, Do you want some more? Okay. Nods and like pushes it back. Told you. <laughs> totally into spicy shit. I'm the odd one out. All right. In the family. I'll bring him off. Me on the other hand. So I am going to, where we place the door, I'm going to kind of do a perimeter search. Okay. To just keep, like, see if I like smell anything that shouldn't be in the forest sort of a deal. Okay. So give me a perception smell check. 11. 11. Okay. You don't smell anything out of the ordinary. And you, you smell that some people have passed by along the trail, but nothing smells out of the ordinary. Can I make another perception to listen? Sure. Yeah. Hey, that's much better. Uh, 16. Yes. 16 plus 6. Uh, 22. 22. Okay. Taking just a moment to just kind of close your eyes and breathe and listen. You hear some, like, animals moving a bit further into the woods. Alright, I'm gonna do another thing then. Okay. So, satisfying myself that there's nobody around, I'm gonna find kind of a spot that's in the darkness. Hiding, like, under a tree or something. Okay. But to where I can still see the moon, but if anybody were to walk by, they wouldn't immediately see me. Okay. And I'm going to look up at the moon. Take a deep breath. Close my eyes. Rage, 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 rage. And start thinking of the basically what I got shown. When we are back at my home. And I'm going to just think about that over and over and over and let the rage build. Like to the point where I'm almost ready to tear something apart. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to shift and see what happens. And I am so desperate to get something that's close to who I am. I can't be calm, I'll be furious. You shift. When you shift, you're used to your 
fangs growing, your claws growing out. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a change in the structure of your face normally. This time, when you shift, more things happen. Such as? Such as your claws lengthen, but so does your hand. It lengthens out and you feel the thumb joint kind of pop into almost a bit more of a paw-like structure. Your feet kind of stretch in length a bit, almost becoming digigrade. You also gain a little bit of additional muscle mass in the shift. Okay. Your clothes suddenly feel much tighter and confining, especially your shoes. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh crap, oh crap, yeah. I should have thought about this beforehand. <laughs> right. But also, in all of this, you are also not even really processing anything right now. All of this happens, and all that's in your head is primal rage. Right at this moment, a net flies out of the darkness towards you. Can I tear it? Make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 18, 19, 20, 25. You manage to leap out of the way, a bit of it brushing past you as you get out of the way and you feel this hot streak. <gasps> oh shit! As you look and it is a silver chain net oh, shit. that was thrown at you. Do I see who threw it at me? Looking now, yes. They rolled 20s on their stealth check. Fuck. <laughs> Walker being the one who threw the net. You missed. Instead of speaking at him, you just snarl. Then I roar really, 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 really loud. Okay. Standing in front of you are four individuals, one of them being Walker, all of them wearing dark clothing, some of them wearing cloaks that seem to ripple weirdly in the moonlight. They all have guns of some kind, but all of them are also wearing swords on their belts. I'm gonna take an educated guess and guess everything is silver. Yeah. Okay. This is gonna hurt. Yeah. But I roared really, really, really loudly. Uh-huh. And I make one more prayer to the moon that Selene heard me. What's he got in his hands? Currently nothing, because he was throwing the net. I charge him. Okay. She charges him and lunges. Now here's the question. With my claws the way they are, can I still use guns? No. Now here's the next question. Now that they're bigger, do they do more damage? Yes. Your claws do 1d6 damage, and you also have a plus one to hit and damage rolls. 
in addition to your normal dexterity modifiers. Oh, one more thing, actually. So you get your two attacks with your claws. Yep. You also have a bite attack. Cool. Is that same? Yeah. Okay, so it's... Do I get three attacks then? Yep. Go ahead and make your attacks. Okay, do I need to roll a... I'm getting him prone. Oh, okay, so uh, make an athletics check, which in this form you also have a plus one too. Yay! Uh, 19. Okay. Yeah, he goes down. You knock him flat on his ass. Okay. That is your action, though, to knock him prone. Oh, it was? You still have a bonus. one. I'll, I'll still, yeah, one attack. I'd say this would be your bite. Okay. So. I try and bite. Okay. 12. 12? You're rolling dice. Four. Oh, okay. Then, wow. That's that's a, that's pretty good then, considering. But no, unfortunately, it does not hit. Yeah. You find that he's actually under the dark clothes, wearing what is some sort of hardened leather armor that okay. you can't quite get through. It is his turn. You can bite back. Yeah, twenty-two hits you. Yeah. So, as you tackle him, he grins at you, and. Suddenly, you feel this hot piercing at your back as he draws two hooks ah, and swings them up and behind, oh, God. grappling you. Cool. And you take six points of damage. I still have my temp up. So. Yeah. I just snarl in his face. Yep. But then I, there are three others they get to go, and they all got so dirty. Yay. They all come up. Here, here, and here, all drawing their swords. And I'm prone. You're I, prone. I knew it when I was... The, I knew it was a bad idea, but it was what she would have done. No, it's, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta do what she would have done. Would, yeah. yeah, I can't. I have to and, do what she would have done. That's why that's weird with Mew Spirit Guardians. Like, yeah. 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 Now this is exactly what she would have done. So. And this is exactly what they would have done because walkers hunted werewolves before. Yeah. Yeah. And werewolves are not long range. They yeah. have to be up front. That hits. That hits. All three hit. So you take 39 points of damage. Yikes. As all three of them swing down a total of four times, one of them swinging twice with their silvered blades and you feel the hot cuts all along your back. It is your turn. Okay, and I'm grappled? You are currently grappled. You can attempt to make an athletics or acrobatics check to escape. Let's try that. Yeah, uh, 17 plus eight plus one. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. You, you get out. Okay. So it hurts, but you manage to rip yourself free from the hooks. That way I'm not, now that way they're not at advantage right. when they attack me. Yeah. So you manage to shove yourself back up, but that is but your I, turn. I roar again. Okay is going to use half his movement to stand up from prone, tossing aside the hooks and drawing forth his own sword. He snarls at you, filthy animal. 
getting up from prone, drawing his sword, swinging twice. You manage to just back away from each strike, snarling at him. Actually, can I do a... Sure. Noise. Sure. Yeah. That was really, really cocky, but I'm trying to piss him off. Yeah. You're enraged. So, you know. Okay, both of those are going to hit you. That's uh, fine. And then... Wow, okay, yeah. Those hit all so hit Walker well. doesn't hit me, but everybody else does. Yeah. Ow. 28. Talia, it is now your turn. Okay. Does Hexblade's curse work? If I'm not shooting with the weapon? Yes, it, it, you can use it. Is it a bonus action? Yep. Alright. Yeah. yeah, it's a bonus action, yep. I cast it on Walker. I cross my arms, cross my yep. my uh, your, my your... chest for a second in that old vampire <laughs> look, but I cross them across my chest and send the energy toward Walker. You bring your arms up to cast the spell and suddenly black smoke drips from your claws and shoots out towards Walker, clinging to him as he coughs and like backs up half a step and looks at you confused angry you get to go I'm gonna just swipe him twice with my claws okay does a 22 hit him okay 17 plus 8 yeah that'll hit okay so then I hit him twice 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. Nice. 26 points of damage. Damn. So, with two quick swipes, T grunts in pain as streaks of blood go flying off in either direction with the swipes of your claws as there are now long gashes through the front of his uniform and the armor. It is now his turn. Suddenly, his blade starts to glow a bit. He's going to make his two attacks at you. Oh, boy. Okay, one of those hits, and it's a crit. As he brings the strike down... There's an explosion of light, and the pain of silver slicing through you as the blade comes right down through your collarbone. My shift dropped. Uh huh. The other three walk up to you with their blades and strike downwards. And I immediately bail through death save. Yeah. And just like that, Talia Gray falls dead. Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others find us. 
For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time on our Discord server, so please feel free to stop by and say hello. Links are in the description or on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player's notes on characters, and access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary. 